0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Grand Prix Eurovision de la podcast, also known as Waiting for Review. Our entry from New Zealand today is David Gary Woods. A big, a big hand of applause for, for Dave here. Hey, Kiara. <laughs> 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 I just noticed like 10 seconds ago that today is the um, semi-finals for the yes. Eurovision and, um, we're, By the time this podcast comes out, it's just about Eurovision time, and I'm a huge fan, actually.
1: It's, uh, it's, well, I wasn't. Last year we watched it, we watched the final, and I didn't start watching it. My wife and our boys were watching it, and then I caught a
0: bit of it and I was hooked. (laughs) (laughs) You need, you need, in this case, you need, I mean, you don't need to, but you know, I very much recommend watching the film Eurovision. Oh, I've seen that. Yes, you've seen that. Okay, yeah. okay. Very good, very good. If if anyone of our listeners haven't uh, haven't seen the, that that movie, it is a Will Ferrell comedy that is incredible. Yes, uh, because it turns out Will Ferrell is married to a I want to say Icelander,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so he knows he he knows Eurovision, even though he though he's American, <laughs> and he has like uh, this this movie has the ability to really pre- like like show how incredibly weird and gay and fun that whole <laughs> show is. So if you don't yes. know what Eurovision is, it's um it's basically all the European countries but also a few non-European countries like Israel and Australia come together and they battle who can like play the weirdest uh perform the weirdest song on stage.
1: Yes. It's a uh a battle of the bands that somehow is competitive, but also sort of uniting. It's, it's kind of sweet. It's fantastic. It's absolutely yeah. fantastic. I, um, with regards to the movie, if anybody has watched it, um, my, my favorite part is thank you elves, <laughs> 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 which I'm just not going to explain on the show. You can look it up or watch the film. No, no, no. Um,
0: just watch the movie yeah if you're interested yeah it's good fun
1: how are you doing pretty well pretty well so if i think about um since we last spoke um Mm. topiary was released it's in the store it's been doing okay and version 1.1 has shipped which actually brings a bit of a rejig of the ui and a bunch of other features so that's that's been quite cool like a Chipped it, and I refactored a bunch of stuff and added a load of new features uh and that's that's sort of ongoing it's that's been quite sweet so yeah all about all about that and then also in the last mm-hmm. week, I've started exploring something for go v j again, which I think is pretty gonna be pretty cool when it's done
0: <laughs> <laughs> i I think I saw something on social media about that yeah
1: that. so okay go vj is a video mixer app and it is based around live video mixing so uh in the scene it's known as VJing because you're playing with video like a dj plays with audio mm-hmm. and one of the things that the app hasn't been able to do so far is connect to midi controllers and midi controllers they use it's a musical standard for transmitting control signals you get a a controller with a bunch of knobs dials and sliders or whatever and plug it in and get to control software like mine pretty pretty typical pretty cool when it all works you've got a a keyboard or a a thing like i say with a load of sliders and, and switches and then you can control the the mixing of the app with it right and I've wanted Go VJ to have that support since I built it. And mm-hmm. then when I first shipped Go VJ was twenty fifteen. So we're talking a long aspiration to go in and do can it. I imagine
0: like um those those VJs would have like one of those pads with the four by four buttons or something on it where it could yeah. you can tap or stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Very are much. those midi? I assume those are midi,
1: right? They usually are, yeah. it's it's an industry standard for that sort of thing and it, it it's plug and play these days. Um, for a lot of, of a lot of the major software. Uh, less so for iOS and iPad software, right? That's um right. Yeah. And 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 the OSs support it. There's Core MIDI. Uh, there's even MIDI over Bluetooth where you can connect to um devices that are that are outputting a, a Bluetooth uh, low mm-hmm. energy signal effectively. Um so This is all to say, I'm now doing this. And the way I've I've decided to approach it is rather than importing a, a MIDI library or whatever into my app and then wiring it all together with the way the app's controls work, I took a step back and I was like, well, if I do that, it's very tightly coupled to the app. And the video engine's pretty involved and I wasn't particularly keen to sort of start jamming stuff like this in the middle. Uh, because it's a stack of cards, right? And then you're adding a whole load of other stuff in the middle. So I took a step back and I thought, well, what do I really want it to do? I want to be able to associate one of these control signals with a block of code, basically, Mm -hmm. you know, flick the switch, receive the value of the switch, which is a, a double ranging from zero to one, right? So it's a scale parameter. Um, and then go do something, do some work off the back of that set, set a effect parameter or, or, you know, control the crossfade or whatever it is. And so what I'm making is I'm making a swift package. It's I've called it trigger
0: kit for now. (laughs) Um, Your first instinct when you're faced with a problem is make an SDK. Yes. Yes. Seems
1: to be, um, I found a couple of good libraries. There's a library called MIDI Kit, um, which Mm -hmm. is beautiful because it sits on top of all of the core MIDI API stuff that Apple have um, and does a whole load of work to just sort of manage that and then feed me the events in a nice, clean way. Mm -hmm. So standing on the shoulders of giants there. But what I've I've built and what I've got now is a mechanism where um, you can associate actions for your app with events, so an event being a a movement of a slider across a knob or a um, the pressing of a note but, or whatever with on a, a keyboard.
0: MIDI events specifically. Exactly
1: for now, specifically with the MIDI events. Mm-hmm. But there's a level I've abstracted some of that, and so the events that I've got are codable. Uh, the app actions that you feed um, are represented by an enum. Um, to the to the uh, boss that is running, so I've made like a, a boss object, if you like, that handles all these signals. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the 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 quick version of this it means that I can create like a admin screen, a setting screen in the app with all the actions, with them you know probably ready to rock and roll with with some presets. And then if people's controllers are different, they can go in and they can actually update that and um, connect different events to the app's
0: actions. So how much do you get from MidiKit, and how much do you have to do yourself? The mapping is all of mine. Mm -hmm. So the mapping of event
1: to action, and then the ability to add and remove these um, mapped activities, if you like, these blocks of code, that's mine. The codable side of it, is mine as well. And the reason I'm leaning into Codable is so that you can persist user settings.
0: Right. Oh yeah. That, that makes total sense. Yeah. Cool.
1: Um, but the short version is perhaps in, you know, by the time people are listening to this or maybe a little while afterwards, trigger kit will be available. If it is, I'll link it in the show notes mm-hmm. uh, because I'm going to open source it. There's no reason not to. Uh, so that is, that is what I've I've been doing. I've, I've in the last week I've been pulling this thing together, um, very similar to to TestDK. I've got a demo app that that imports the um, framework locally, mm-hmm. uh, and you can just go and play with that. Have a look at how that works. Uh, but the next step for me after shipping that is going to be wiring it up into
0: Go VJ and then shipping that. So Fantastic. yeah, and you could also um in, include it in Topiary, and then you could unfollow people with your (laughs) tiny uh midi keyboard or whatever
1: yeah, you really could and that's the other thing right is that this 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 then becomes a thing i can drop into almost anything Mm -hmm. where it makes sense to do so and wire stuff up uh and that that felt kind of powerful going that route it's like okay then i get i get something more than just plugging it into to the vj app so yeah, watch this space. Like any any future app where it makes sense to do so, I'll be able to drop MIDI triggers in without without thinking about it too much. You know, um, yeah, cool. I like that. It's, uh how, the other thing you, is
0: like. Sorry, go on. what 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 gave you the uh, the the impulse to do this to do this now? Like because uh, like it's I feel been like eight like years. It, why now? Yep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the
1: easy answer to that is somebody asked me. Uh oh yeah,
0: that's a that's a good impulse.
1: Yeah. So I had um, I motivation. had a, a message from somebody. Shout out to um their handle is Sir Shannon over on the Fediverse. Um I think they're probably unlikely to listen to the show, but that's a, that's fine. Um Yeah, but the but I, I essentially heard from someone who said that his son would probably get a lot out of being able to control it with a MIDI controller, yeah, and so it's not just like I'm getting asked by this guy, could could we have this? But it's also uh, the ability to maybe brighten a kid's day by doing it. So,
0: oh, that's amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah, that that's a powerful motivator. And then it's like I wanted to do it for years anyway. So the, those
0: things have combined. Yeah, I get that. Sometimes with telemetry, it gets the same. Like some feature request comes in, and I'm like, oh, I've wanted to to do this for a long time. Well, now I can I can start it right now because someone actually asked for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you, there's a there's a human face, if you like, to to doing this as a human side. And say this, this thing goes out and somebody can play with it, get something out of it.
0: And yeah, and also like if you just build it for yourself, like no one might might actually use it. But if someone yes. requested it, at least one person will very likely use your code and that makes you think differently about what you build. so that's pretty cool
1: yeah for sure and and um like i say uh, the other side of it is it's fun it's cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) i've got this this demo app now that i can control at the moment it's just got these you know uh, slider components on the screen that are then being controlled by literal sliders on my midi controller and just that, the sort of like disembodied control of the, the iPhone or the iPad with the controller. It's just it's it's silly fun.
0: Um, oh, yeah, totally. I can imagine.
1: Like I, I'm I'm wondering whether I could do something with this where I can uh set it up to control events on my Mac. Uh maybe route something through um I don't know, at one point I would have said to trigger stuff via Apple script, I'd probably go the shortcuts way now if that's possible. Mm-hmm. But you know, that that vibe is there. It's like I'm um, I've, I've got my MIDI controller to the side of my desk and then when I'm on calls for other things, that idea of like, oh it would be very cool if I could press that and it just muted my mic or <laughs> unmuted my mic, you know?
0: Um Yeah, especially if you have the MIDI devices. Like for me, it would be about the same usage as um a uh what's it called? The Elgato device that gives you like the buttons. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um Stream Deck, that's the name. Yes, yeah, um, that's it. And uh because I don't have any MIDI, any MIDI devices, I think. I mean, I don't know. Are microphones MIDI devices? I have a microphone.
1: No, no, it's right. all. It's all
0: about Probably control signals. Not, right? Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. No. <laughs> no <laughs> but then, devices um, in there.
1: Uh, you know, like the, the the controller I've got, I think. Retails for like it's a hundred dollars NZ, so mm. what it would be like fifty pounds, fifty sixty euros.
0: Um, Wait, hang on. We have a huge electric piano in the in the other room <laughs> that actually does have MIDI. Like it's not a keyboard. Like it's yep. it's look, it's like a piano, but it also has like you can also add like headphones and and stuff, and it, that does have MIDI. I know. Well, so I just need to put that next to to my computer. You don't even
1: need to put it next to computer. So. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I got into last weekend is, is I, I hooked up a Raspberry Pi with, um. I, again, I, I'll link this in the show notes because it's very cool. There's a, a blog post um, that a guy put together that shows you, you just follow all these steps that are there, mm-hmm. and then the Pi operates as a dedicated hub. And oh, that's so I, cool. Yeah, so I've got all my wired controllers plugged into it. And then the really cool part is that the Pi then presents this as a Bluetooth uh, interface to the iPhone or the iPad for MIDI. Uh,
0: That is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, so I'm saying you could plug a Raspberry Pi in the other room into that electric uh, piano, <laughs> 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 and then just Bluetooth, Bluetooth your computer, and your partner could um, totally mess with your setup if you've got a control. And it then I also things. have
0: a, I also have this. Um, do you know Pimaroni? Yeah, yeah, or Pimaroni. I have Pimaro- one of their. Dis- I, I think it's displays. Pimaroni, but yeah. I have one of their matrix displays here, uh, mm-hmm. because at some point I want to make a live telemetry deck counter. Yes. Uh, I wanted to do it for the 1.5 billion signals, but we've just passed them without much fan- fanfare. So I have to be quick for the 2 billion signals. Um, yep. I mean, horrible problem to have. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Blue Sky?
0: Blue Sky, yeah. Some okay. kind soul actually uh, did send me an invite to Blue Sky so I went there and wanted to try it out because on Mastodon, people are saying, oh, yeah, Blue Sky is a horrible app because all the horrible people are there. And on Blue Sky, <laughs> they're apparently saying, oh, yeah, Mastodon is the is the boring app where all the people who love rules um, are going and whatever. And so I was like, okay let me let me just try this out and some some um a friend of a friend actually sent me an invite code uh made an account it is called break the system because that's just my old nickname and i've i've decided mm-hmm. to just keep with it um and it's it's weird in a mostly fun way okay and it's very different from mastodon like not the the whole like you have a timeline and then just posts are scrolling by Yes, so that is very similar, but just the whole vibe is is very very different. So from the onboarding, you go there, you open the app, and then it says choose your server. Oh wait, you don't, you can't choose your server. You just like pick the first one because it's on the only uh, list of one. And then it's like, <laughs> okay, what's your username? Give us your inv- invitation code, and then you tap that, and you're um, immediately looking at a timeline, and you yes. don't follow anyone in that timeline. It's just like the I think it's just the most rated or the hottest, whatever the algorithm decides, uh, mm-hmm. tweets or toots or posts and uh, skeets, I think. Yeah, um, I can't call them that. <laughs> I can't no. call them skeets. Well, what um, do you mean? Like, like maybe there's a language barrier there, but I've seen people talking about that, uh, about skeets.
1: Uh, it just sounds kind of rude to me. <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> Um, yeah, no so, posts. Um, let's let's just call them posts. Please. Okay. So <laughs> what I've liked
0: about this is just you are immediately looking at uh, posts that are, um, in generally, generally like um actionable or like interesting because people Mm -hmm. uh, like because some algorithm has decided that yeah this is getting a lot of interactions so it must be it should be it should be in that list and then you can just scroll through there and there's no prompt for you to do something you can just you can just stay there if you like but next to each post is a tiny little follow button so you like gently nudge towards oh yeah if i actually like this person or this post, or even recognize this person from somewhere else. Like, for example, our mutual friend Shantini, Well, mutual mm-hmm. friend um, uh, is is on there, and I, I see, I saw her, and was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna follow follow her. Yes, and um, so that was a really pleasant interaction. And then you have kind of, and then after a while, kind of realize, oh, there's tabs at the top of this uh, screen where I can switch from the the hot topics or whatever to the people I'm, I'm just, to just showing the people I'm following like a yep. algorithm a- algorithmic timeline. And so that onboarding pro- pro- process was incredibly frictionless. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. there was a bit of a friction because the password field didn't support the auto, like auto password fill, which I used to create the password in one password, but that's a nerd thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so I'm ignoring, in- ignoring that. And so that That is a really nice thing that they uh, apparently worked hard and thought about how to reduce friction for first time users a lot. Yeah, and I think Mastodon could learn from that. But I also acknowledge that Mastodon, especially the official app, are taking uh, great steps to reduce that complexity, and that's pretty cool too. Yes. Um, and the mm. other thing that I really noticed is the vibes, like especially on this on this um, trending page. I forgot the actual. Wait, hang on. I'm gonna look at the actual name of the thing. Um, the page is called "What's Hot." Okay. Um, and it stays in that tab uh, or available in that tab all the time. So even even now, if I've, I've used the app for a few days, and it will always show you the follow button, apparently buttons. So that's okay. kind of cool. And so, um. So the typical, like the typical Mastodon post, is usually a bit more serious than the typical yes. Blue Sky post. Like Blue Sky feels kind of like Tumblr in the twenty twenty twelve or twenty twelve era in its heyday. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. Uh, here, there's like, oh, do you remember Darth from Twitter? Darth, Darth is of course on there, right? There's uh Scott Hanselman is is posting the rebranding mm-hmm. of mayonnaise to aioli was really sneaky and unhinged. <laughs> um there are um just in this timeline that I'm looking at right now there is a um reference to oh what's the name of that lemon party lemon party
1: okay
0: um that is some not something you should google <laughs> and there is. So it's um, all
1: over the place. Um, it's all over
0: the place. It's about its butts. It is like slightly, uh, slightly l- lewd, I want to say. Mm-hmm. It is incredibly weird in a good way. Yeah. And I'm feeling that, like, whenever I open the app, I read 10 or so of the posts and then I'm like, oh, this was nice, but I'm going to close this app now. That's um, cool. And like, whenever, like, it feels, it feels kind of nice, but, um, very interesting. I'm very, very sure that this app will not feel like this if it gets significant user growth. Yes. Um, because with more users will come more, um, like moderation challenges. Yep. And just different kinds of people who are not just irreverent. Oh, yeah, we're just partying in this new space that hasn't, been, Yes, uh, that hasn't, like, hasn't found its identity yet. And so, um,
1: it's awesome, though. I'm, I'm enjoying some, it. Th- that's yeah. cool.
0: That's cool. I've got some thoughts and some feelings
1: as somebody who's been sort of quite. Um, yeah. Attached and just to an involved in uh, My final in Mastodon. sentence
0: that I really want to bring in because – Go for it. Go for Before go, go. Someone, someone is like, oh, you're leaving Mastodon or whatever. I'm enjoying it, but I find myself returning to Mastodon mm-hmm. more than I do with um, Blue Sky. Okay. Right. Sorry. Go on.
1: No, no, no. That, that's cool. And that's interesting. So I think I think a lot of things actually about this. So when I saw Blue Sky come on – start to come on the scene and, and people going, hey, we're jumping over to the uh, – um my initial reaction was like, you're really gonna be getting involved with a platform that's Jack Dorsey involved after yeah, that's also Twitter. Something. Have you learnt nothing? You know? Um I was sort of slightly incredulous, I guess. But um I understand there's nuance to that. He's he's not directly involved in this or that, and it's it's money rather than anything else, and blah blah blah. I don't care, right? It's got his name on it. it, it there is that. Mm. But um for me, if I take a step back, like politics to one side or whatever, it's good that there's a place that people are finding fun. And Mastodon yeah. has lost that. I had a bit of that. I had a bit of Mastodon being quite a fun place in the sense. Oh yeah, sense. yeah, definitely.
0: Like a few years ago. Like
1: it yeah, was... yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's lost the vibes in that sense. And and, mm. and part of this, I think, is existential to the Fediverse at the moment, in a sense of it's further along, right? So there's right. um it's further along in terms of figuring out how communities interoperate, how, um, you know, defederation works, how we block assholes out of our feeds and mm. all of that. Right. It's further along. And blue sky is not at the moment. It's a federated instance of one. Uh, right. so it's, it's centralized. And that, yep. that, 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 um, is actually part of why that was frictionless for you to sign up. You didn't have to choose anywhere. Um, The way Blue Sky is probably going to handle this is that nobody chooses anywhere to begin with and that everybody kind of flows into their main thing uh, and then goes and finds their forever home or whatever after that on some other instance because you can migrate. And and that's part of Blue Sky's story is that migration will take your posts with you, Mm -hmm. uh, which Mastodon does not. And if they get all of that right, this sort of nomadic social identity, if you like, then that's really powerful. And that's actually something that the Fediverse and Mastodon have needed for a long time. So it's a different beast in that sense. Uh, there's, I've got, um, like I say, personal political issues with how they're sort of wrangling the algorithmic side. Um, I think yeah, there's, I bit, th- there's bits within this where it is definitely has the potential to be turned on its head in a sense of and now you've got adverts in that feed, et cetera, et cetera. Now this is being Mm. tracked by whatever aggregator that's reading this and all of that. All of this is, again, there's still that potential for things to try and do that in the Fediverse with Mastodon. It's just that because of the nature of where it's come from, uh, people reject that quite quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But what I see with it, the potential I see with all of this um, if I want to sort of lay out you know dave 's grand social media plan, if you like um is that I think as users there's a potential for us not to have to care about any of this stuff in the longer run right you 've got mm-hmm. an account on blue Sky or you 've got an account on mastodon it doesn't matter, right? I can add you from either side and you know the servers figure it out
0: or that would be really cool, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think that, that there is actually that potential if people stay open-minded about this, mm-hmm. right? And if if the politics don't override it too much. But like, I don't particularly care if somebody I like is posting on Blue Sky. Mm-hmm. What I care about is that I've got my client here, I'm using Ivory or whatever for Mastodon and my, the instance that I've got. And I just want to be able to add you and then we can interact and I can see you in, in my chosen space and and feed right
0: yeah that's like the ideal ver- vision of the future in this in this uh, distributed world let's see if that I, happens i, I think I'm so i'm skeptical
1: i think it's possible and, mm-hmm. the, and and i think there's a possibility to bridge some of this via clients as well in the course of time so you know maybe i've got two accounts and the client sensibly adapts to either one when i'm replying Mm -hmm. Um, and I just, again, I don't have to think about it too much. Uh, that that's a possibility. It will get weird for sort of like, um, you know, like, like understanding that some people can't see everything you post if you're in one Mm -hmm. side or the other, but there's a potential to bridge the gapping in client apps as well. And so I guess what I'm saying is, is that for all of how I sort of held my nose at the Jack Dorsey links and all of that. On the other side, I just don't actually care so much. If that's where people want to be, then great, you know. And um, hopefully, this 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 what is happening with Blue Sky with their protocol that they're using the AT protocol. Um, what I really want to see is I want to see more than an instance of one, right? right? What Some does plurality. AT stand for? <laughs> uh,
0: what does it AT store stand for? Is it Activity Tub? I, I have no idea. It could be. Um, yeah, activity
1: tub rather than pub. Um but again, like I say, I, I kind of want to not have to care, you know? And I think a lot mm. of people want to not have to care. Um but the the biggie here for me is 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 perhaps over the next year or two we're gonna see this sort of the ability to have a unified social feed. Mm. Yep. So you're posting photos to a Pixel Fed server that's fine, I add you, I follow you, right, I right. can see your photos, I can interact, great. Your ship posting over on Blue Sky, that's great, I can too, but I'm actually replying from my, my Mastodon account over a bridge or whatever, fine, right. I don't have to care. Um, Some of this is a very, I'm able to have this position because my experience of Mastodon is not typical, yep, so uh, I guess to expand on that a little bit more, I've got my own instance i have my own users on that so that's just me an account for my cat um an account for where i specifically post what is photos the account to.
0: name for your cat i want to double check i think i follow your cat yeah, yeah yeah i I need, I need to double check that it's meow at social.davidgarywood.com
1: uh, and then there's photos at the same um but so, my experience is not typical right People talk about uh, Mastodon having this sort of like very serious and whole whole monetary sort of uh vibe where people tell you off if you're not sort of um, adhering to the social rules and norms mm. uh, and I'm on an instance of one effectively administrated by me right so I don't get that right if somebody yeah. if somebody doesn't like the way I'm posting or whatever
0: it's like I'm oh, follow me I don't care. I, yeah. I do want to say though that this is one of the, the shortcomings of Mastodon. Like it feels like of course not everyone, but it feels like on Mastodon people are very are getting very defensive when we mm-hmm. talk about uh the shortcomings of our favorite social network, yep. which um is bad because then we can't we can't really um constructively address them. And yes. it is A fact that many black people or people of color are saying Mastodon doesn't feel safe for us. And, um, I don't know the solution to that, but it's, it's something that, um, that should, um, make everyone and especially, especially the people who make Mastodon, um, just try to constructively find improvements. It is also a fact that because of the technical of, because of, of technical ways that, that replies work, um, like pylons and mansplaining is subtly encouraged, not by intention, but Mm -hmm. just because you don't, you don't see all the replies to people. So you're like, Oh, no one made this very excellent point (laughs) that I want to make. And then, the, the recipient is like, oh, yeah, you're the 14,000th pe- person yes. who explained this to me. Like, I've had this happen to me. It's incredibly Same. frustrating because you want to say to people, like, read the room, but they can- literally cannot read the room.
1: Yeah. No, I I, I had that last um, week and I said to somebody, like, I'll oh, see the other replies on this post.
0: And they're like, I can't. Right. Um. Yeah. And and a few other problems like that. And I feel like they are rec- like the like Macedon GG MBH. Like the people mm-hmm. who make Mastodon, Jürgen basically, are mm-hmm. recognizing these problems and are working on solutions to them. Um, it's just that sometimes the community is um, is feeling a bit, uh, I want to say, acerbic. Yes. Because yes. I haven't used that word in a year. Um, <laughs> it's the perfect
1: word. And, and I've got to say as yeah. well, I have been in that camp. When Blue Sky was sort of starting to be pushed a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. what I could see… And I still believe this to some extent, but I could see this pattern of the invites were going to all of the the great and the good in the tech scene who've got big followings, right? And so there was a definite vibe for me of looking quite cynically and sort of going, mm. well, this is just a big circle, right? This is just a... Uh, everybody over there are people with reasonable followings, who essentially just want to keep kind of laying into that sort of clout, if you like, that social clout of, of posting and being in that environment. And, and very cynically, I was sort of looking and going, well, if that's all you've got to offer, good for you,
0: off you go. Oh no, that right. what they also have to offer is um, about every other account on there that follows yep. me because, like, I already have like I don't know twenty followers. I don't know why, but but I really <laughs> do know why because there's like five people who are actual people, and the rest is uh, if not bots, then very bot-like people who yes. follow like thirty thousand people <laughs> and who just wanna um, who just wanna um, like promote their a very tiny um, software as a service startup or yes. their Bitcoin IPO or something like that. Uh, uh, I was, and and this is the other side on some Mastodon
1: instances, people have been shot down from promoting anything. Like I've seen artists get told not to boast advertising yeah, yeah, things right. they were selling. And and so everybody's experiences vary, right? And I have to understand that that my experience being on a solo instance has been very, easy for me right so and there's a bunch of these edges and things that i just never see right i'm not in a minority community that is going to get the type of treatment that other people have have complained about um and potentially when i've been particularly uh um blunt or forceful in my opinions about things Mm -hmm. i've potentially been the one giving people some of that to some extent like you know i've not Uh, I like to think I'm not bigoted, so I've not treated anybody badly in that way. But certainly I've been the reply guy to somebody at times because of that effect you've spoken about as well, where, you know, um, somebody's already had that reply five times, ten times, whatever already. So I guess what I'm saying is, you know, because we're at risk of this just being a complete derailment of, (laughs) <laughs> of the show for a second but to sort of sum it up i think what i'm saying is i understand everybody's experiences vary and actually there's a part of me that just wants the the unified social feed because actually when i've been annoyed at people sort of going oh screw master on I'm, I'm off to blue sky i'm actually like oh god we just got here uh you know i'm kind of gonna miss interacting with you um mm. so this is why I'm sort of putting hopes on the ideas of bridging technologies, the idea of clients that can potentially bridge it. Um, oh, yeah. I don't, Do you I don't remember give a stuff it was, um... about algorithmic feeds myself, right? That's not <laughs> really something I care about. Um, but that's not to say they're bad, right? You know, maybe there's a version of this where I host my own algorithmic uh, processor or whatever, um, and I get a much improved... Sort of global feed, if you like, given to me because at the moment that sucks. Actually, on Mastodon, just doesn't work yes. very well for me.
0: Yeah. Do you remember adm which was a uh, chat program for macOS yeah. about yes. I don't know ten, ten, fifteen years ago? I want to say. Yes, oh my God, I am yes. old. Yeah, um, and it, it was
1: it was on more than one platform
0: as well. It, like its its stated goal was to be the chat program for all the various ways of chatting with people, like yes. all the messengers. Um, yes. and it did work for me for a while, but nowadays I'm just, I just have a folder on my phone and that folder contains, hang on, let me, let me bring it up. It contains <laughs> Slack, Signal, uh, Ivory, Instagram, yeah. Blue Sky, Telegram, Messages, Gmail, yeah. Threema, yeah. FaceTime, Google Hangouts, WhatsApp, uh, yeah. dead tweet bots, Zoom, <laughs> Snapchat, Viber, Rocket Chat, Fasma. And that's it yeah. basically. Um <laughs> and honestly this is ridiculous. So right? so I've just so. <laughs> not, but, but what I'm saying is it is ridiculous, but I am just resigned to it. Like I used to yeah. be I used to be someone who always wanted to to force people or to convince people to use the important or the the quote unquote good messengers. Mm-hmm. And I used to be someone who was like, who was like, oh, who was hoping for a universal solution. It's like, oh yeah, I, I can just use this app and this app will make me be able to just talk to the different people. And now I'm just like, I have in my head a lookup table that says, mm-hmm. Dave is iMessage. Yes. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, a very tiny group of people are still in WhatsApp. Yep. Um, yeah, whatever. Like so, so, and. I feel I'm okay with this, and I'm. I feel I, I I'll be okay with doing this for social media as well. Okay, because, because I, I see... feel I want to keep the the character, um, and that like doesn't have to be the main app. But if if I'm mixing all of all of them, to, like even now, if I if I mixed my, okay, admittedly very small, um, blue sky timeline with my, uh, messenger timeline, it would it would be very jarring, I think. Okay, but I I
1: think there's I think there's scope for for all of this, within all of this, if you like. Like there there's um even if we sort of approach a situation where everything's bridged, everything can interoperate, there will be nothing stopping you from still maintaining your best separate client life. You know? Um mm-hmm. and I if I think about all of this, for me I guess I'm starting to see social feeds um, a little bit like email Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or like email was. Yeah. Um, What you've said about the chat things is actually probably closer to the truth of it, right? This is a bit (laughs) like early 2000s where we had MSN, Yahoo Messenger. I used to use IRC. There was ICQ. There's a whole bunch of these and we had separate apps for those and then the chat client you talked about before adium that was a response to try and unify some of this and, and so you didn't have to care um and it worked reasonably well for a couple of messaging platforms and it was terrible at irc if i remember rightly and um yeah so i get it right there, there's, there's also a balance where we could unify this stuff but maybe we don't um but yeah like i say part of me i just kind of don't want to have to care anymore i just want my feed these are people who who are posting wherever and i want to Mm -hmm. be able to see that and interact with that from from one place um and it's just just my socials you know um and i i I could imagine i probably would have in in my and and you can see i'm mentally building an app for this right full disclosure
0: (laughs) 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 or an sdk
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we'll come to that in a second, I guess, because, um, yeah, what I'm thinking is you, you've got your, your feeds and potentially an ability to, um, split things up by listing or by, um, functionality. Maybe there's a separate view for photos and videos, that sort of thing. Um, but I could see this being quite a nice experience, at least for me, for a user Mm -hmm. of one. Um, and and it's to me it's much like my email right when i go and check my email i don't particularly care if you're on yahoo if you're on gmail if you're self hosting your email doesn't matter we can still speak
0: uh not a not a sponsor but uh fastmail is just the best
1: they are they really are and i'm i'm using fastmail and i'm using that with my own domains and everything um but again like you know if i email my mother or somebody who's on gmail None, neither of us have to care about that we've just got each other's handles and the mail gets sent and the yeah, reply gets is received. Like,
0: it's like dns is like one of the few remaining infrastructure protocols of the internet yeah. yeah
1: and so to sum it up i guess what i'm hoping for and looking for is for this to happen for social feeds in a sense where like you can be blue sky only if that's really where you're at, you know, or you can be mastered on only if that's where you're at, and never interact with people on anything else other than that. But then, if you're somebody like me who has friends in sort of all camps, um, maybe it just doesn't matter. And I think that that that's my goal, if you like, in terms of of things I'm working on in this space, is to sort of think about it just not mattering. Um, like one of the goals of Two SDK. Um, which is the SDK for the Fediverse that me and um, Constantine, uh, a friend of mine, have been working on. And we've talked about loads on this show. But one of the goals of Toot SDK is the fact that there are different Mastodon type, Fediverse type instances, right? Mm-hmm. There's Mastodon, there's a server type called Pleroma, there's a fork of that called Acoma. Like these are open source projects and there's, there's you know, a fork every other month. <laughs> But with 2D SDK, you could build a client app that connects to these things. And then what we're doing is where there's variants, we're doing that under the hood in the SDK so that the app author doesn't need to care. And, you know, the eventual goal of that is like, well, okay, I've got my app Topiary. At the moment, you can connect to uh, Mastodon. You can connect to Pleroma as well. And I believe pixel-fed instances um and as a user you just connect your account and you go and use my app for wherever your account is um and then, to me that feels quite quite powerful right it's like it, it's um i'm not dictating mm-hmm. oh this is only for mastodon no only our finest uh <laughs> artisanal posts and toots you know it's um yeah so, Toots. I don't really know what I'm trying to say other than I think um, taking a step back, politics to one side, all I really care about is this ability to to have our cake and eat it with this stuff, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. That is cool. That is really cool. By the way, I love the fact that you're saying politics and it's really just uh, just, you know, politics, like something you can actually discuss about and it's not about the denying people human rights or something which is somehow something that politics also means these days yes yes i'm i'm old school okay. <laughs> right i'm not not
1: talking about uh political tribalism, I'm talking about differences of opinion
0: right um political tribalism I love that phrase i should i should put incorporate <laughs> that into my into my vocabulary or something. I wanted to tell you something else. And I have in the meantime decided that I'm not going to tell you because uh, actually you can look in our proto show notes and probably see the link. Um, But (laughs) so I am uh, like preparing a talk for this Friday. So uh, what is that? Um, May 12th, I want to say. I'm flying to Amsterdam tomorrow to AppDevCon. Say hi if you see me here. If you you see me there, by the way, if you listen to the show, I will have stickers and pins uh, with a very cute and cool telemetry deck logo. Um, And I'm preparing a talk for that about A-B testing. And I have found the perfect way to illustrate it um, because it just fits with um, with with my like hobbies and it's a very cool cool aesthetic and everything and i wanted to 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 tell you about it on air but i'm just not gonna <laughs> if you, <laughs> you want to know, you just have to if you don't want to know you just have to um if you, you just have to watch the talk i I'm, I'm sure it's going to be live streamed or streamed later on the um uh, app devcon website or you just have to come to amsterdam and meet me Yeah, in, um, or just find me and listen to the, to the A B testing talk. It's going to be cool. Yeah. Um, it incorporates with the fact that about two hours ago, I pushed a button and now the A B testing feature for telemetry deck is actually live. Hey, Uh, shocking announcement here. I'm very, very much soft launching this feature right now because I want to work on the UI some more. Um, yeah but I wanted to have some version out if I'm talking about a b testing in general, I want telemetry deck the platform to be able to do it somehow um even if the user interface um is not exactly the way I like it right now and so yep. it was really important to me that that that, that, that has to had that, that this out of the door before I leave uh the country yeah but yeah uh meet me I'm at just the looking to you, say hi. You,
1: you've sneaked me uh at- message with a, a screenshot i did send you a few screenshots yeah <laughs> i uh i wish i could be there that that looks like that's going to be an awesome presentation yeah, that's, that's, is, is it being recorded
0: be, i'm very sure like um because they have on their website that they have recordings from all the previous years and i used to be at this conference years ago when it was still called m defcon mobile defcon uh, and they even then they had um, they had recordings, so I'm very sure there will be a recording, and I'll share it with you and the general audience as well. Awesome.
1: Well, Daniel, I don't know if you can hear this on my mic. I think it's actually coming through, but we've got weather here right now. Oh, it's, you have weather. Uh, so
0: earlier this week we talked about earthquakes in NZ. <laughs> and now you have weather
1: we have torrential rain and some parts of the country have got flooding i'm okay where oh, i wow. am but okay. uh if anybody can hear any noise on this show it's probably the horizontal rain hitting my I window i did
0: i did hear it hear it a little bit
1: and yeah and i was like okay i i thought it was static or something no no it's 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 weather with a capital w oh wow
0: and um take care in this case i yeah. think I'm gonna have to leave you soon because I do have to pack some more. Yep, uh, because I yep. have to pack about 14 billion stickers and um, <laughs> n- several metric uh, tons of uh, pins. Um, In my uh, suitcase. I'm wondering if I can convince you to post one to New Zealand, but I'll talk to you about that after the show. <laughs> uh, that, we can we can make that happen. I did send you the hey. sticker. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah you'll just have to decide whether you want a smaller one or a bigger one we have like um ones that are about 1.5 centimeters and we have some yeah. that are about 2.5 centimeters i like Oof. the smaller ones better because they're cuter but the bigger yes. ones are cooler if you like if you don't put it on your shirt but on a backpack or something
1: yeah oh sure we, we'll talk about that um in the iMessages, and mm-hmm. uh yeah so to wrap things up on the show daniel where can people find you online?
0: Right. People can find me online at telemetrydeck.com, which has released its A-B testing feature, and you should really check it out. Uh, we've also incorporated a tiny, tiny A-B test into the, the application itself, uh, both in the mobile and the web version, where we exchanged the logo for a slightly, slightly different, different version, just to have some A-B testable data to see if you log in with that logo. Um that's just something inside baseball for you. People can also go <laughs> to uh, Daniel at social.telemetrydeck.com. That's my Mastodon account. And if you want to find me on Blue Sky, I um break the system there. And the full account name is something like breakthesystem.bsky.social. Now that might change in the future when I have figured out how to do the your own domain thing. Yep. Uh, what about you, David? Dave. Dave. Yes, definitely. Dave. When, when talking to me, <laughs> I've been anticipating your username already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it gets a little confusing. Uh, username wise. I'm always David, but actually personally, if you talk to me, just call me Dave. All right, all right. But um, anyway, yeah, no, I am uh, at David Gary wood at com over on the Fediverse. And again, mm-hmm. that is always linked in the show notes. Uh, you can find my apps at lightbeamapps.com. And if TriggerKit Kit is released anytime soon, you'll be able to find it hanging off of my uh, organization on GitHub, which is just github.com slash lightbeamapps, or one word, and then...
0: Fantastic. Trigger Kit will be off there somewhere soon, hopefully. Awesome. Then... I am really looking forward to you to uh, to, to speaking in a fortnight mm-hmm. and in the meantime I'll see you on on the various socials and yes uh, on the internet. Have a great catch day you later. and catch you later. bye.